I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people are playing the game of checkers, and not enough people are playing the game of chess. Everyone, if if you want to picture your idea of success in your head, right, the goal, the win, the game is like chess, but there's a good chance that you're playing checkers. And of course, I'm sure you know the difference between checkers and chess. If you don't, then, then Google the two games. And understand that there's a huge difference between the methodology and the way that you play these games and the way that you win. A really good chess player plays completely differently to a really good checkers player. Checkers is all about small wins. Right? It's all about it's all about loads and loads of wins that come instantly away. Right? The word that I'm really looking for here is instant. Checkers is all about instant wins. Small win wasn't really a great word, actually. But instant win is a better word. It's all about instant wins in checkers. You literally get loads and loads of instant wins. Until you win. right? Until you've cleared the board. Until you've dominated and you've won. It's all about instant wins. But chess is completely different. Chess isn't about the instant win. Chess is about taking a few losses. But understanding that the loss was part of the process for the win. So this is going to like really relate to... Um, some of the previous episodes where I talk about things like patience, um, where I talk about things like investment, um, and where I talk about things like failure as well. Okay, it you know there's there's a lot of similarities you can find, and, and I'm sure you know listening to all of my episodes um, on this podcast on this podcast and uh, on this season, I'm sure you guys are starting to realise a lot of similarities between the episodes and a lot of similarities between these, and I hope you're able to put the dots together. I'm, I'm, I'm trying my hardest to kind of make it easy for people. This is why I like to make everything linked so that in your head, you can map it out a little bit easily or a little bit easily, a, bit, a little bit easier and you can sort of put the dots together a bit easier, okay? So I do that intentionally. I do that purposefully. I want you to be thinking about those other episodes as I speak about this one as well because it's really key that you understand the links. Because um, then, like I said, it will give you uh, a better picture of the overall game, right? Um, so, let's talk about the game of chess, right? Let's really talk about the game of chess. So, the goal in chess, quite simply, is to take over the other person's game. Well, essentially to... I don't know what you're doing exactly. I'm not, I'm not a chess expert um, when it comes to the board game. Um, but I, I think it looks like you're killing the, the, the king in, in, the, in the chess game, right? Uh, I don't know if that's the right terminology to use. I don't know if you're actually killing these things or not. Whatever, whatever you're doing, it looks like you're killing them, you're dominating, you're taking over, I don't know, right? You're doing something, but it looks like you're killing them. Um, so yeah, the aim of the game is to essentially kill 
the king. Well, it's interesting because you don't actually kill the king. What you do is you put the other person's king in a position where no matter where they move, they can't survive, right? So essentially you've trapped the king. It's what you call checkmate, right? Checkmate is where the other person's king is at threat. So your opponent's king is at threat and there's no escaping that threat. And then there's another thing called check, um, which is when your king is at threat, but there's a chance of survival, right? Your opponent can make a move to save his king from from getting killed, should we say. Um, whereas checkmate, there's literally no escape. And so the aim of the game is to checkmate your opponent. Right, and you're both trying to do this to each other. Right, yourself and the opponent. You're going head to head and you're using all of your strategies on the board to try and get yourself in that position where the other person, your opponent's king, is checkmated. So um, it's no easy task. It's no easy task. And... What's more is you've got tools at your disposal. Now, this is really, really key. These tools that you have at your disposal are really, really key because they, they all have different roles and they all do different things. And it's about how you utilise them that differentiates the really good players from the not-so-good players. It's all about how you utilise each of those tools you've been given. So you have, I think it's called a pawn, right? It's, it's these little, uh, well, they're small and they're literally pawns in the, uh, on the board. And you have quite a few of them. I don't know how many exact, like I said, I'm, I am no chess expert, but you have quite a few of them. They make up like the majority of your, um, of a team or like 50% of it or something. Um, there's a lot of them. Um, I think it is like 50% of your team are just pawns. Um, and then you have like kind of your more your more powerful, like higher up, I don't know, executives or whatever at the back. Right. And these pawns are very limited to their moves. They're not very powerful because they're very limited to their moves. Um, that's why they're called pawns. Um... They are quite literally pawns for your team. And the, the stronger tools at the back have better moves, right? There's, there's more things that they can do. They can move more blocks. They can move in different shapes. Um, I know there's things like, I think there's a bishop and there's, um, I think it's a castle and there's a knight and then there's a queen. Um, and then, of course, there's a king. Right. And um, of course, your king is the is the gold. Your king is the target. Your king is the one that all of these things are protecting, including your queen. Your queen is also protecting the king. Um, and what's really interesting is when you're playing chess. Loss is a huge part of it. You that's why the pawns are there. Right. That's why the pawns are there. That's why the team is there. You work together as a team and you're going to lose people on the field along the way right you're going to lose people in the game you're going to lose your pawns you're going to lose um maybe your castle like you're going to lose a lot of things 
And all of that is, is to protect your king, so that your king doesn't die, but also it's to, it's to strategically get to the other person's king, the opponent's king, right? So you're making all of these sacrifices, but they're meant to be made. And if you've ever played or seen a game of chess, it's inevitable, right? It's inevitable. You're going to lose some of your tools on the board. Some of your people, your tools, whatever you call them, right? You're going to lose some of them on the board. You have to. It's part of the game. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. Okay? And what's really key is the really good chess players, they plan their losses. They actually plan how they're going to fail. They, they, they literally plan it. They're like, right... I'm going to move, you know, one of my pawns here. I'm going to move my bishop over here. And I know it's going to get taken when I do that. But when my opponent takes or kills my my pawn and bishop that I moved there, he's now in a vulnerable place. So I can take that. And then once I'm in that position, after taking over the opponent's, um, whatever it was that killed your pawn or bishop, once I'm now on that space, I'm now closer to the king. I'm now in a position where the king's more vulnerable. Because really and truly, all that matters is that you checkmate the king. That's all that matters. All of these tools that matter. Even if you had no tools left on the board, oh, so not on your board, on, on your team, even if you had no tools left on your team, but your king was still alive, you're still game. You're still in. You're still in the game. You haven't lost yet. Now, you'd be very weak. You'd be very vulnerable. Be extremely vulnerable, and I mean, there's a very high chance, depending on what your opponent's side looks like, that you're going to get checkmated, of course, sure. But like I said, the whole point is to checkmate the other person. So, if you've, if you've got only, let's say, three tools left or three people left, right? So your king, I don't know, a castle and your queen, right? So you've only got three left. And the other person's got, I don't know, eight left. But you've somehow managed to checkmate the other person. You've won. You've won the game. You might have less tools left, but you've won the game. They may have more than you, but you've won the game. See how that's different to checkers. Can you see how checkers and chess are different? In chess... It really didn't matter how many losses you had. What mattered is that you won in the end. It didn't matter how many tools, how many of your team that you lost. As long as you didn't lose your king, it didn't matter how many of your team you lost. All that mattered is that you put your opponent's king in a position where it can't move without being a threat, without you taking it, you killing it, whatever. This is what a lot of people are doing in their processes. They're playing checkers. They're worrying about the losses too much. Too much. They're not understanding how important the losses are. They're worrying too much about the instant wins. They want to look good. They want to have as many... As many 
numbers as possible. They want to have as much money in their bank account as possible because in their mind, that's what's going to make them more successful. You know, the higher my number is in my bank account, the more money I'm going to have long-termly. The higher my follower number looks, the more people are going to follow me and the more successful I'm going to be. No, you've completely lost your... You've lost your sight of the goal. Just like in chess, the goal is not to have as many tools on your team left as possible. That's not the goal. It's the same thing in your process. The goal is not to have as many numbers, as many number of followers or as many number of likes or as many numbers in your bank account as possible. That's, that's not how you win the game. That's not the goal of the game. The goal of the game is to provide your audience and to provide the world or your target audience with value. Value that you want to provide them. That's, that's the goal. That's the goal. You understand? That's the goal. Not the numbers. How many people you got? That. That is good. When you do that, you win. Do you understand? When you do that, you win. When you provide value that you want to provide to your audience and they're actually receiving this value, consuming your value, you've won. And I mean, in, in many instances, even giving you value back, you've won. You've won. You've actually won the game when you do that. It didn't matter how many... You didn't need any, any certain amount of followers to do that. You didn't need any, amount of, like, any certain amount of money to do that. Not necessarily. You didn't need a certain amount of likes to do that. You just needed to give value to your audience. You just need to give value that was it that's it right it's that's the goal that's the game that's the aim of the game you do that you win and yeah it's not about the instant win you aren't going to get me instant wins yes just like in chess you're going to face a lot of losses you're going to face a lot of losses you're going to lose followers you're going to lose subscribers Right, you're gonna lose subscribers. You're gonna lose um, likes. You know, you're, you're, the number of likes you receive may may vary from each of the values that you post. People aren't gonna like the value you have to offer. There will be people that don't like it. And I touched upon this in my previous episode that you will meet the nose. Yeah, sure. Sure, and then there might be a good number of them, there might be a lot of them, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how many no's you get. It really doesn't matter how many no's you get. What matters is the yeses, just like in chess. It doesn't matter how many of your team you lose, as long as your king still stays alive. It doesn't matter how many of your team you lose, just as long as you're somehow able to checkmate your opponent. Even if you've only got two 
tools left on the board. If you've managed to check your, your opponent with only two tools left on the board, and they have like eight, you've still won. You've won the game. Even though their numbers look better than yours. Even though on the board, looking at it, they look like the stronger team. You're the one that won. And you receive the reward for winning. Same thing here. Doesn't matter how many no's you get. Doesn't matter how many times you fall. Doesn't matter how many times you fail. It doesn't matter how many things you have to go through. What matters is the yes. What matters is the success. What matters is you successfully being able to give value to a consumer and them enjoying it. And them consuming it. And them even giving you value back. That's what matters. That's winning. And you'll get to that point where once you win, and I mean really win, you would have gone through, I don't know how many losses, I don't know how many failures, but what's really fascinating is, and I think I might have touched upon this in one of my last episodes, no one will even notice. No one will even notice that you went through all those losses. No. Either they won't notice or they won't remember. One of them. More likely, they won't notice. No one will notice. Everyone will look at you and your success and they won't even know that you lost all of those times. They won't even know you failed that many times. They'll just see you as a successful person. They'll just see you as a winner. You will never be viewed as a loser. I don't, I don't really like using that word. So, never call yourself a loser because... No one is a loser, but I just try to polarise that compared to winner. I mean, obviously, a winner is a loser, right? It's true. Winners, you, you, when you look at like someone like Dwayne Johnson, do you see the failure he went through? No. You just see him really, really successful, like the most successful actor right now. When you see... Ed Sheeran, do you see with a failure? No, you just see how successful he is selling out stadiums, dominating the charts the way he did, the way he does. That's what you do see. You don't see with a failure. You don't see what happened before. Now, obviously, I'm a huge fan of, uh, of Ed Sheeran and Dwayne Johnson as well, but I can tell you with Ed Sheeran, he went through a lot of failure. A lot. I don't know if you've ever heard the song um, by Ed Sheeran, um, what's it called, Need Me, I Don't Need You. If you listen to that song, um, I watched an interview and he said that that song was all about a record label rejecting him. A record label literally rejected him and literally said that his music wasn't good and they literally said that his music wouldn't sell. It wasn't good and it wouldn't sell and so they didn't want to sign him and so he made that song, Need Me, I Don't Need You, basically showing that the industry i.e. the label the label represents, need him more. They need him more than he needs them. That's basically what that song was about. Was he right? I think so. I mean, look at the success. But he had to go through that failure. No one sees that failure, do they? No one sees all the other failures he went through because there was others. No one sees that. Eminem, 
is another example of someone who went through a lot of failure to get to where he is. But no one sees all of this failure. All everyone only ever sees is them as a winner. Because like I said, and like I will always repeat in this season, all anyone cares about is results. And the result that you see in front of you, that's, that's all you're looking at, that's all you're consuming. You're not seeing what that person went through to get to where they are now. Let me tell you something now. Most of the, the, the real successful people in this world, like the people at the top, and I've always said this, most of those people are just a product of a lot of failures. They're just a product of a lot of failures. There was a saying, again, another cliche, cheesy saying for you. Um, I forgot who said it, but... Someone said to someone... It was something like... Who was it that said it? But someone said um, to a successful person... Again, I forget who, but they said... How does it feel to have lost a thousand times? And he said, I didn't lose. I didn't fail a thousand times. I just found a thousand different ways that it didn't work. I found a thousand different ways it didn't work. And on my 1,000 and first go, it worked. But I was only able to do that 1,001st attempt because it was just a tweak of the, probably the 1,000th attempt. And the 1,000th attempt was just a tweak of the 999th attempt. And that was a tweak of the 998th attempt. That was a tweak of the 997th attempt. And it just goes on and on. Right, it just goes on and on. A lot of the people at the top are just a product of a lot of failures. They've just found thousands and hundreds of different ways that it doesn't work. That They found a, a hundreds and thousands of ways that they can't win. And because they found all those ways, it helped them find a way that they could win. And that's why they won. So guys, stop looking for the instant win. Stop worrying about numbers and stop worrying about what things look like and keep your eyes on the main goal and the main aim. As long as you keep your eyes on the main goal and the main aim, you will win because most people are not focusing on the main aim and the main goal. Most people are just focusing on the numbers. Imagine if a chess player only cared about how many tools or how many people they had on their team left they wouldn't be a great chess player if that's all they cared about because then they'll get someone who has their eyes on the true goal and who comes in and wins and they've only got about two people on the board left well this person has like nine and is you know looks so happy about that nine or eight left on the board even though they lost and it's a repetitive cycle. It's a vicious cycle. 
that person will eventually begin to question why they keep losing, even though, you know, they keep having a lot on the board, you know, keep questioning, like, oh, I've got so many, you know, I, I always outweigh the other person. I've always got more people in a board. Why do I keep losing? Why do I keep losing? My, you know, my numbers are better than theirs. Why do I keep losing? This happens. The reason why you're losing is because you haven't got your eyes on the goal. Guys, start playing chess. More of you need to start playing chess and play checkers much, much less. Start playing chess, not checkers, and you'll win.